It's too late with Chris Devon. It's a banger, isn't it? It's a banger, isn't it? Like, you know it's going downhill from here. If you are a regular listener, follower, subscriber, you know, whatever that stuff. Hi, how you doing? Um, you know that. And if you're new to the podcast and you're like, well, that's the best podcast intro music I've heard in years, which it is. You also know that this guy, he can't live up to that. Now, could we just have 20 minutes of drum and bass? Mate, 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 you and me both wish that could be the case. But when you put words like actor, comedian, podcast, YouTube, Spotify, on your CV, on your website, on your LinkedIn bio, you got to deliver on something, man. you got to bring it. So, like, you got to be one of them content creator people with, like, this confidence and charisma and chutzpah to get in front of the camera and do this, do this. i got to bring it. Because otherwise I'm going to let you down and you ain't going to come back. And let's be honest, I need every follower, listener I can get. Because guess what? Guess what, mate? I ain't Joe Rogan. And that may be stating the obvious, but that is a reason why I am incredibly proud that we are approaching a major milestone on YouTube. And let me tell you something right now. By the end of this month, I'm getting 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. It took me over a year to get my first 100. But by the end of the month, I'm getting a 1,000. I'm speaking it into existence. And I know that as a listener, as a follower, as someone who has gone, do you know what I want? I want 20 minutes of this guy. I know you're right there with me. You want it as much as I do. You want this thing to blow up. You also know that we're nowhere near blowing up. But you know what you need to get a million followers and lots of money? Is you need a thousand. And then you need 5,000. And then you need 10,000. So let's do it together. Let's do it for you and for me but mostly my income. And 1,000 is where we're getting to. By the end of this month, I want no excuses. That is what I'm aiming for. That is what we're doing. And by the way, I'm on holiday for like a week and a half during this month as well. So it's like, oh, okay. But I'm telling you, we're going to do it. We're going to do it, right? Positive pants. My positive pants are on. And for a guy who films a podcast, you know, shoulder height, you're lucky I've got pants on at all. Plus, I'm in a soundproof garage. Believe the stuff I get up to in here. And speaking of filthy habits and things like that, come on, let's be honest. You know, we've all got them, right? And in the early days of this podcast, it was like, let's talk about the things that, like, you've never told anyone. Things that, you know, you, you can say in a safe space and they they, they won't go anywhere, right? Um, You know be completely honest and you know we had some people really open up and, and say some really scary stuff like I used to drink gravy straight from the jug things like that have you ever wanted to do something really dirty and you've never told anyone about it I've never told anyone this before I really really want a dirty burger from one of those lay-by porter cabins you know them burger vans you see on A-roads in a 
like a dirty layby, and it's it's not proper proper concrete tarmac. It's like a a dirt track, and it's got like a like a greasy old van, and maybe a couple of trucks, a couple of dudes in high vis, and and they're just frying onions. Mm. But I don't want it to be like artisan bullshit. I want I want a hygiene rating of one out of five. I want I want I want that little side table that you get next to the van, the little side table, little, little trestle table that's got all the sauces and the bottles, the big squeegee bottles of sauces and the lids, the lids are already open and the rain's got to it and and the the, the labels are peeling. And you got that, that crusty bit of ketchup around the rim where it's all dried up and congealed because it's been there for ages. And and they've got like a little a little bowl. No, no, not a bowl. A little polystyrene tray of salt sachets. And you take the salt sachet out, but it's been out in the rain all day, so it's 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 it's, it's damp. And and you get your chips, and you try and get the salt out of the sachet. And the salt just comes out in lumps. Oh. And and they ask you if you want onions. Whatever you're ordering. Burger, hot dog, bacon sandwich. Do you want onions? Do you want onions, darling? And you say yes. Of course you say yes. Because who can resist that smell? Oh, God. And and they slather all these greasy onions on. And, and you pick it up. And you got this. Your, your napkin's going all damp. It's sticking to your arm, and it's, the onions are just, just, just falling out between your fingers, and the onion juice is just going down your arm. And, oh, whoa! Sorry, sorry. Um, here's a riddle for you. What gets tired, the more it rests. The answer: any poor bastard over thirty. Have you ever been so tired that your own phone's facial recognition software doesn't recognise you? Every morning. No matter how much I sleep, I'm always tired. It's like my memory foam mattress has Alzheimer's. Did you sleep here last night? I I'm not sure you did, mate. If I sleep for six hours, I'm sleepy all day. If I sleep for eight hours... I can hardly stand up. If I sleep for 10 hours, I'm basically a puddle. If I sleep for 12 hours, the year is 2005, I have no major responsibilities and life will literally never be this easy or good again. The problem is I find it hard to sleep well. There's a difference between sleeping and sleeping well, isn't there? So now I've taken to keeping a brick by the side of the bed to knock myself out. But I'm too tired to lift it, so I just have to like strategically keep falling onto it just hope that it does does the trick i'm so tired in the day that i've started having daymares you know the one where you're in a room full of people that you know and you find yourself totally naked and they're all looking yeah that's way worse in the day no matter how much i sleep i'm always tired people tell me i look tired which makes me cranky so people tell me i look cranky which makes me mad so people tell me i look mad and I explain to them that I'm tired, they tell me I just need to get more sleep, so I'll throw them out the window. The coffee that I drink has this incredible ability to turn to decaf and render itself completely 
fucking useless the moment it touches my lips. And just to add insult to injury, it turns back into proper coffee on its way out. I'll end this rant on this. What do successful CEOs all have in common? What do they all say in their little interviews, their little podcasts, their little autobiographies? They all say this, don't they? I can survive on just four hours of sleep. Here's why, right? They wake up, drink some coffee, get on the phone, tell all of their middle managers, the goal for this year is more money. Put the phone down, treat themselves to a gold-plated horse, dinner, beddy buys. I'm pretty sure I could do that on two hours of sleep. Lazy. I'm not typically one of those comedians that bangs on and on about how socially awkward I am because I am quite brilliant. But um, it won't surprise you to know that it's all a front and I actually do come across as tremendously uncomfortable in pretty much any situation um, out there in the real world. Small talk is agony for me. Everything down to the weather and how are you. Someone immediately references the weather to me and I just want to claw my own eyes out and throw them at them. Um, and I found myself in a small talk situation which um, you know I never want to relive. It was therapy-inducing small talk. But this is bad. Skip ahead this bit. Morning. Morning, you all right? Yeah. All right, thanks. You? What? What? What did you say? Um, I'm all right, thanks. Yeah. That was it. What the f*** could you think you're doing? Sorry? What? I never f***ing asked if you were all right. Oh, well, did you not? No. You asked if I was all right, and I am. But then you said that you were all right. Nobody asked if you were all right. You've made yourself look all right, dick. So, sorry, uh... Awkward, isn't it? Oh, yeah, so sorry. There's no need to apologise. Just think before you speak. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, well, all right, sorry. Um, well, uh, uh, bye then. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, that was embarrassing for him. Let me ask you this. Is awkward conversation heightened or lessened as soon as you're online? Now, you would think it's less awkward, right? But then you've got situations in, like, comment sections or group chat situations, especially on WhatsApp, where you're talking to, to friends and often family, sometimes about something really, really serious. And if you're not really good at reading the room, you could create a situation that's 10 times more awkward than anything else we've talked about. I have a number of groups, group chats on uh, on WhatsApp uh, with various groups of friends, colleagues and, uh, and family, family members. And... Um, on, on the friends group chat, um, very awkward situation happened where one person's failure to read the room kind of ruined everyone's day. So sorry about your wife, mate. Give us a call if you need anything. God. So sorry, mate. Love to the family. We're always here for you, dude. Mate, I'm devastated. So sorry. Does anyone want a jet washer? Still works, just missing a couple of attachments. Ideal for pigeon crap, brickwork, your basics. I'm thinking 50 quid. Mate, 
not really the time. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. Tell you what, call it 45. Soz, re-wife, hugs. Right. Cup of tea. All right, that's going to do it for another week. Um, now, if at this point, as you're watching this, listening to this, downloading this, we haven't reached a 1,000 subscribers on YouTube yet, tell someone. Spread the words. Uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. My God, everything's on there. Do you know what I mean? If you enjoyed this, you know, there's hundreds of things you can watch on there. Do you know, get involved, right? Playlists, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, spread the word and like leave some reviews and let's like, you know, build this thing up because like I really need your help because this is like that point where like, you know, these like fans that get involved at the early stages, you know, they're the ones, man. They're the ones like I need you for like the next 10 years. So, you know, no pressure. Do you know what I mean? Um, this is either going to be the start of like this massive thing and we will blow up, you know, we'll blow up together. We'll blow up in the next, you know, year or so. Or it's the perpetual breakdown of a man slowly losing his mind. That's documentary worthy. Don't you want to be there and say, I was there when he started, when it started going. I was there talking to himself. It was great. I mean, it was sad, but it was great. Um, you know, I nearly had an orgasm talking about onions in this episode. It's been a good one, hasn't it? So who knows where this is going. But let's get a thousand subscribers. Not because I need it, because I just want it. And Joe Rogan don't need you no more. But I do. I'll see you next week. Brush your teeth. I'll see you.